Dragons and Horror Hounds. This is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I always am by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Doing good. Also joined by intern Corey. God bless America, limp dicks. That's right, it's me, the Pumpkin Mass Marvel. What's going on? Da-na, da-na, na. A new come high! Dude, in 1986, Lloyd Kaufman said, I'm going to make a movie, and in doing so, I am going to gift the greatest song to the world ever composed when he gave us this song. Right? The biggest earworm. Oh, it's great. I've been listening to it, like, all week. It's It's been in my head for, like, the past two weeks. It's on Greg's playlist. Every once in a while, I'll get in the car with him, and it'll <laughs> just be on. This is accurate. But, Class of Newcomb High, this is a Brett pick for Throbtober, which I'm so happy. Because this is one, like, I, I try to sprinkle trauma sparingly, but I love it. But I know it's very polarizing. You either love trauma or you hate it. I am in the full-on, it's my favorite fucking thing in the world. If only one movie studio could survive, it would be trauma. But I get that it's very polarizing. Trauma, trauma. Troma, Troma. I love it so much. Me and Greg went to Troma Dance in, what, 2022? We met Lloyd. Uh, I bought the copy that I reviewed, that I watched to review this on, uh, at Troma Dance from a tent at a drive-in. It was amazing. I was not at Troma Dance, but I do love Troma. I got to buy this, and then I got to go buy a drive-in cheeseburger, which is one of my favorite things in the entire world. Like, Anytime me and my wife will drive by a drive-in, and it's like half the time it's closed because it's like really cold where we are. It's like, oh, I really want a cheeseburger. She's like, I know, honey. (laughs) (laughs) I know, Brett, but you can't have it now because it's December. Do you want to go to McDonald's? It's not the same. (laughs) The Glass of Newcomb High ranks probably top tier trauma, I'd say. Tied for a lot of people's favorites with Toxic Avenger. Uh. Definitely for me. It's so hard to pick a favorite trauma movie, but this is so near the top. Sometimes my favorite. It's it's always between this one or Toxic Avenger for me. And Toxie Four, I love Toxie Four. C- so Citizen, much. Citizen Toxie, I love yeah. that one. That's a great one. Joe Fleischmaker. Yeah. I actually love the two original Toxie sequels that everyone else talks shit on. I think two is amazing. I, I there was never a bad Toxic Avenger movie. Correct. No. Who knows, look, full disclosure, this is one of those Throbtober episodes we do early. Maybe we've heard something about that reboot by now, but as of now, no, we have not. Yeah. What, what, you mean uh, it's not a brisk fall day outside? No, I'll pull the curtain back on this one. It is not. So where the hell am I? (laughs) (laughs) Also, where is Shakespeare's shitstorm? Right? It's out by now. I mean, we've seen it. Yes, we've seen it, but I want to talk about it. And where, where's eating Miss Campbell? We've seen that too. Oh, as, as have I, but... Alright, right. you guys ready to get into I'll this one? about it. <laughs> Dude, what, like, weird monsters are these students in this movie? Look, trauma <laughs> movies always have, like, super exaggerated punks and everything like this. And I know they even explain away why these people are the way they are. But I'm going to need a little more explanation than this. It's why the Honors Club has turned into sideshow freaks. 
Nope, nope, I am happy with the explanation we got. Uncle Lloyd did nothing wrong in this movie. <laughs> You're exposed to nuclear waste and you become a punk. I mean, that's what happened to me. I guess so. And look, Lloyd and Troma especially always liked picking on, like, the big, like, problems and just hyper-stylizing. Not even, honestly, just trauma. All exploitation filmmakers. But, like, so nuclear waste has always been a big trauma thing. Everyone was yeah. concerned about high school gang violence and everything around this time. So it fits in perfectly. Well, this is also, like, peak, like, satanic panic time, too. Yeah. Alright, well, there's a nuclear utility plant that is, I'm pretty sure, in violation of many zoning regulations by the school. Edward Trifecta by Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah, oh, yeah, we didn't even... Already? No, we did not... We, did, oh. we never said... We didn't do none of that stuff. We just jumped right into this masterpiece. I'm excited, but yes, an Me Edward too. Trifecta, which is anything written, directed, and produced by Sir Lloyd Kaufman. You could almost call it also the Lloyd Kaufman Trifecta most of the time. Yeah, you typically yes. Because I mean, he's probably done it a few more times than uh, Ed Wood did. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Brett's gonna get mad if I try to push this issue. Yeah, do not be smirch, Ed Wood. Do not say a single bad word about that man. Hey, I would never speak ill of Ed Wood. I'm touching the picture above my desk right now. You're okay like, can we at least agree that Uncle Lloyd is in the tier with Ed Wood? Yeah, he's 1, in the same class. Yeah. Okay. Okay, at least we got that. But yeah, so there's this nuclear utility plant that's right by a fucking school, which I'm pretty sure violates every zoning regulation ever written. Greg, it's the, the nuclear radiation can't reach them. It's like a quarter mile away. I love at one point, the, yeah, they bring that up of like, oh, it's so far away. It's like, yeah, it's a quarter of a mile. We're fine. And they have, like like I said, a pipe burst, and the leader, like the manager of this power plant, Mr. Paley, played by this, I can't remember his name, Brett, do you have it? Pat Ryan. Dude, he was the mayor in Toxic Avenger. I love this dude. He's the original Joe Flyshaker. Oh, 1,000%. I'm just sad we didn't get more with him in it. I love this guy so much, too. He's, like, so awesome. And he will not shut this down for the cleanup. They're like, if we shut down, we'll be able to clean it up. No, done. I don't give a wet fart what you think. <laughs> <laughs> the EPA, the FBI, and even the goddamn PTA. I love his like little like pencil thin mustache. It's great. It's such a small mustache on such a large man. Perfect. Because it makes you look thinner. It is quite slimming. Yes. But... This goo was just bubbling up by the school. I don't know how nuclear waste works, but I don't think this is it, but I appreciate it. What do you mean that's not how it works? Also set in Tromaville, which I always love whenever that comes up. It comes up in most of these movies. But yeah, it's just like the nuclear waste capital of the world. They just pump it into the ground. Also, how many people do they just have wandering around with these, like, Geiger counters, like, detecting radiation. I mean, if you lived in Tromaville, I imagine it's, like, something you could just buy at a gas station. Yeah. And, like, uh, those masks. <laughs> I have a but, gas mask. Same. But this kid, Dewey, is drinking from the water fountain, and the water turns green, and he drinks it anyway, and then 
the nuclear evacuation drill goes off. So I guess it's just like a fire drill that they have to do in Tromaville. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. when you're when you're you know far enough away from a nuclear power plant to be safe, but you know still within proximity of one, you're going to want to have a nuclear evacuation drill in place. Let's talk about this class for a second, though. This is madness. I love this kind of, well, I think this is why I love this movie so much too, is like, it's also kind of like rock and roll high school of it's just like the kids are completely insane and like take over the school at some point. Like they're all way over exaggerated. I love the Cretans. Um, I love how the one good kid in the entire school is the first one to like have their radio uh, radioactive meltdown go on. This movie is dazed and confused for people like us. Fair. I also completely enjoy that they once again just throw the toxic kid out the window and he spaz it out on the street while everyone surrounds him and stares at him. Yeah, he starts like filming when they're lining up for their drill. And they're just like, blah, 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 blah. And, like, he's going crazy. And Ryan dives out the window and the music going on is wild here. And they just fucking melts this Dewey, this nerdy kid. And the melt scene is so amazing. It's like actually legit good. And then, like, finally he's like, ugh. And like all the smoke comes out of him. But it's like, such an amazing melt scene. Like, words cannot describe it. It is. It really, really is. Dude, when he lands, the big guy who comes over and says something like, and you see in the camera, is Michael Hers. It's his only on-screen oh. appearance in any trauma movie. Really? Holy shit. I need to go back to see what the man looks like. <laughs> yeah, to the point... Uh, later in trauma events and movies and stuff, Joe Flyshaker would often portray Michael Hurst <laughs> to the point that people thought he was Michael Hurst for a long time. I love that so much. <laughs> but no, this is the only time he's seen in any trauma movie is right here. Huh. And title card and the song. What's going on? Nukem High! Nukem High! Nukem High. Again, such a great song. <laughs> actually, need get, I need to get this sound, this soundtrack on vinyl. I don't think it exists. Oh, it's got it, it somewhere. It actually does. It actually oh, okay. does. Then I do it, need it. It's expensive as hell, but it exists. Everything exists now. I love Mr. Paley, the nuclear plant guy, being interviewed. And he's like, we take no responsibility for this. In fact, I heard the boy even had two microwaves. So <laughs> we think that was a factor. Like, on either side of him, so he can cook two Hot Pockets at once, but it doesn't take as long. <laughs> then Chrissy, we're introduced to her for the first time, and she thinks radiation is every making everything go weird. And this is where we get some, like, dialogue about, look around you, and, like, we see what happened to the honor society. So before this meltdown, like there's already been radiation around the school, obviously. And what was once the honor society have now turned into sideshow punk Mad Max extras. Yeah. The one guy has like two nose rings, one bigger than the other and just carries a bone around. They all have like different face paint on. Hey, you leave guys. Oops. Yes, one guy has boobs. You leave Gonzo alone. Gonzo is a king. They're also, this is just so great because 
this is a trauma movie, so there's always shit going on behind what's going on right in front of the camera. Um, what are they called, Greg? Actor persons. Actor persons. Lloyd, Lloyd does not call them extras. So it's just a wall of people making out. Because, like, you remember in high school, you'd, there'd be, like, a corner where, like, one or two people would be. No, it's, like, an entire wall full of them. There's also, like, yeah. the funny comic relief guy that just pops up with the curly hair. Yeah. Well, well that's one of War- Warren? Warren's best friends? Yes. yes. I love him. Warren and his best friends, Eddie and Greg. Another Greg, Greg, another Greg movie! Yeah, we, we show up once in a while. We're out Greg. there. Gregs are the best. There's I don't care what, dozens of us. I don't care what Brandon from the Black Lagoon said about you the other day. That's okay. But <laughs> they're beating up this kid for owing them weed money. And then there's a bake sale going on outside of the school. And Gonzo, the one Brett talked about, the double nose rings, he wears a mouth guard and carries around like a fucking dinosaur femur. <laughs> Like, gets on a motorcycle and just drives through the bake sale. But since this is super low budget, it's trauma and everything, did you guys happen to look at some of the offerings at this bake sale? It looked like they put whipped cream on cardboard and said it was a cake. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) This is the worst looking cake that's also extremely large. And let's not gloss over the fact that the kid they were beating up for for owing them weed money is the least, looks like the least likely person to have ever, you know, been within a 10 mile radius of any kind of cannabis. Well, he seems to be like, you guys made me buy it. I didn't want it. (laughs) The Cretans go to get where they get their weed from, and it's at the nuclear plant because it grows faster. And the one worker there, like, comes running over, like, hey, are you guys trying to get me fired? Did you guys notice what the cases that the workers like were pulling their test stuff out of what they really were. They're uranium two thirty four cases. No, aren't nope. they film cans? Exactly, they're yeah. film canisters that they spray yeah, they, painted. That they say uranium two thirty four. I'm still right. But they're just film canisters. <laughs> you know they had on set spray paint that to bring it over. How do you know they don't store uranium in old film canisters? I don't. Cut. Fair point. Cut credit. <laughs> Moving on. I just love that the high schoolers just show up to the gate at the nuclear plant. They're banging on it, screaming and hollering and whatnot. And, like, they look over, they're like, what are those kids doing? (laughs) But they call this weed from the nuclear plant an atomic high, and we can charge them extra. They're just random sound effects all over the place, remember. um, The the guy that comes up with the name, that's, that's the guy from Toxic Avenger, correct? The one that, um, like, the main bully guy. The one with the long, the long blonde braid. That's the dude. He was, he was in Toxic Avengers. Yeah, well. he is. He's also in Return to Toxie. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's the, he was the one who's, you know, running over people's heads and whatnot. Oh, uh, uh, Gonzo or whatever. I mean, Bozo or whatever his name was. Yeah. 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 But where are we at? Oh, yeah. So Eddie and Greg, Warren's best friends, invite some girls to this indoor beach frat party, and they somehow accept. They're like, oh yeah, wear your bikinis! <laughs> waka waka woo As they're just like grabbing at their boobs, and they're like, stop it! In that playful 80s way. <laughs> I mean, let, let's be honest, this movie probably wouldn't have gotten greenlit today. Well, no, well, Troma would have greenlit this movie today, but... yeah. 
Troma still makes high-class art, so they're not bothered by these censors. I mean, I, I love it, though. I like, the simpler times. Simpler yeah. times. In, in the hallway, the Cretans offer Eddie to buy some of their atomic high joints, and Eddie and his girlfriend are like, oh, we should buy some for the party. Because they think Warren and Chrissy are too uptight, and they need some help fucking, apparently, in high school. And yes. it kind of makes sense because later it is put into the story of they're both just waiting for the other one to make a move because the other one doesn't think that they're like ready for it kind of thing. Um, did you also, it's like the teeniest tiny little joint and they're like, it's $10. It's like $10. It's for like one joint. And then they're basically like threatened into buying it once again. Oh yeah. Like, why don't they just steal the money from the people? Why do they, like, force an illegal transaction? Why don't they just take the money? Because, Brett, it's called motivated salesmanship. (laughs) That's a go-getter. That's who you want on your team as a salesman. I mean, remember, these guys are yuppies. It's like These these guys were the preppy honor. I think Gonzo even said... When he was going to get the wheat, and um, Muffy says to him, you never spend any time with me anymore. What do you expect when you fall in love with a yuppie? (laughs) Like some old man in like a three-piece suit, like smoking a pipe, like sipping on a whiskey and like a glass being like, he may carry a bone and have two nose rings, but damn, that's a good salesman. (laughs) As he's over there like, oh, on top of the file cabinet. Uh, we cut to the indoor beach party, and it's just everything you'd expect for a party scene in a trauma movie. There's a girl drinking sunscreen, a band playing, someone sliding down the bar, uh, someone loses their top, looks down, shrugs, keeps going. It's it's a wild it's trauma. Time. It's well, trauma. If you know, like, Charlie Day from Always Sunny in Philadelphia has told us that if you drink sunscreen, it gets you all, all messed up. <laughs> um... The friend group all smokes the atomic high joint, and Chrissy and Warren go upstairs to leave. Go upstairs to leave because this party's too wild for them, and they want to go to the Fellini Festival. It's yes. so great when they're smoking the joint, and like it, there's literally like a light bulb inside of it because yes. it's glowing yellow. It's like the tiniest little thing that like five people share. And then, like, they throw down the tiniest little bit on the ground, and the comic relief guy is like, My joint! And he's, like, rolling around on the ground, like, Oh, no! But it is an atomic high. You don't need yeah. that much. That's apparently enough to split between everyone. Yeah. I mean, this is... This is this is literally weapons-grade weed. But, yeah, they go upstairs, like Greg was saying. Chrissy goes up first to grab their coast because they're going to go to the film festival. And then she just immediately starts having an orgasm and just starts, like, feeling all over her body, touching her thighs, being like, ooh. And then Warren comes up, like, having no idea what's going on until he looks over and he's like, what? She wants Warren's joint. They lost it. No, I want your joint. And she, like, grabs his crotch, and he's like, whoa! (laughs) And, like, lifts off the bed, basically. (laughs) Eddie and Greg sneak up and see them fucking, and they're like, we gotta get more of that pot, man. It's like, uh, you and your buddy went to a uh, gas station bathroom, 
in like the 90s and got Spanish fly. It's like, oh, this is good. Help us get your chicks, man. And they both go home. They're in high school. They don't live together. And this may be the scenes that most people remember from Nukem High. Quite possibly. Uh, yeah, I could see that for sure. It definitely stuck out in my mind as soon as the thing comes out of the belly button. Yeah, so they're both having weird dreams, and Warren is rotting away and gets a giant hard-on. Now, listeners, if you haven't seen this movie, the term giant does this no justice. I'm pretty sure it's just another person standing underneath a chute. (laughs) What's insane is, like, his face is all fucked up, his dick's touching the ceiling, it's so big, and he wakes up, he's like, wow! Like, it's the greatest thing ever. But then he grows boobs! Yeah, his <laughs> nipple starts leaking. And then Chrissy, like, is in bed and becomes, Aww. like, instantly nine months pregnant. Like, her stomach inflates and everything. And this worm creature comes out of her belly button and starts spinning around everywhere. Honestly, I'm impressed with the effect. The worm creature freaks me out so much. Like, like coming out of the belly button like that? Oh, I hate And it's all, like, all around. Oh, I hate it. Is that like, is that your thing? Like Greg has his eye thing? I'd usually, I don't care about belly buttons. Like I know some people don't like them or whatnot, but it's just the thing coming out of it. I mean, like, bah! it's probably more of like my body horror thing of like, there's a creature in you. Thank God ah. I'm not a woman. Like, <laughs> School the next day. Did you guys notice the amount of seven up? And I know it's not like product placement, but product placement at lunch. And Popeyes! How? What school has Popeyes for lunch? Big yeah, boxes of it. Like instead of lunch, they get Seven Up. I want Popeyes <laughs> and Seven Up for lunch. Yeah, we weren't even allowed soda. Like our vending machines had water and juice, and no one bought them. And the school got mad that they wasted all this money. And we're all like, "What do you expect? You put shit in there." <laughs> and they find out the weed they smoke came from the Cretans, and Warren's all mad. And we cut to the Cretan leader, what's his name, Spike, as he's going into German class, and he kisses the German teacher, and apparently the Cretan virus is like a zombie bite, because she just instantly goes full on Cretan. He, like, yes. woos her with German. <laughs> and then, like, we see her, like, turning into a Cretan. Her Cretan outfit is just, she's just in a broad underwear with, like, her hair flipped up weird, and weird, like, white and black, like, evil dead spider vein makeup. I'll say she's got some black metal uh, corpse paint going on there. Yes. Also a redhead, so I'm in. After school, Warren is still sick, and we see the Cretans faking a seizure to rob an old lady. <laughs> they, fake the se- they fake the seizure to rob the old lady, but then, like, as soon as they get, like, they, like, they don't carry on the ruse very long. As soon as they get it, they jump up to, uh, to scare her. Yeah, what is the point of even faking the seizure if this is the next step? You could cut that whole step out of your plan. Exactly. Yeah, you could just beat the old lady up because everyone else runs away while Spike just keeps beating the fuck out of her. And then they (laughs) cut back to her. You're expecting her to be, like, covered in blood and she's just like, blah. But yeah, and then like they run into the alley with the purse they stole, and Warren like all hulked out, like comes comes into the alley like yeah, a, he's like, a tar man. He's like half Hulk, half Toxie here. 
Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny. It looks half toxy. Well done, Corey. Everyone keeps being like, is that Warren Brandt? Like, they use his whole name. <laughs> he fights the Cretans and he kills two of them in the fight. He shoves his hand down the one's throat and it, like, bulges out and everything. It's wild here. Great, a great, once again, a great effect. I love the one, like, punches him in the face, and it just immediately starts, like, melting his hand. Yeah, because he's all toxic. But they should be the same way, but whatever. Yeah, exactly. There's, you don't think they smoke the toxic weed? Like... Greg, let's not put too much logic to Uncle Lloyd's movies, alright? I'm not. I love them. <laughs> Spike goes and meets the rest of the Cretan at the Cretans at the junkyard, but he doesn't know it was Warren, but he knows it looked like him. It looked like Warren Brand. I, I just love the way they say his name every time. It's like like that's the work. Just with like such disbelief. Warren Brand. We also get a pretty good look at like the whole Cretan gang during this. Of like you said, uh, Greg, we have teacher with corpse paint now. We have guy with like chicken beak coming out of his head. There's yes. the guy with just random hairs like coming out all over his face. There's Hitler girl. Yeah, I well, she's just a very big fan of Charlie Chaplin. Yes, we'll say that. Hitler girl. <laughs> this is this this is from the studio that gave us Surf Nazis Must Die. <laughs> And they should. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying. I love after the big, like, junkyard scene, it cuts to the cheerleaders, and there's, like, the old, like, short, like, cheerleader coach, and she's like, suck your guts in like I do. (laughs) She has a giant gut. It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, Chrissy has, like, a fit. This is where she's about to throw up the, like, yeah. toxic sperm. And the uh, cheerleader teacher's like, be like her! Look at her, like, gumption! She runs into the bathroom and becomes insta-prego again. And then her throat bulges all, like, scary, like that dude who's having the hand shoved down it. And pukes out, like, or kind of slowly spits out the sperm monster into the toilet. People with inflation kinks must really love this movie. I'm sure they do. (laughs) But she's taken to the hospital, and the doctor tells her mom she had a miscarriage, and that she was nine months (gasps) pregnant. (laughs) I love, like, because Warren's there, the mom's yelling at him, what did you do to my little girl? Like, even if the doctor's like, no, we ran every test, I'd be like, there's no way she was nine months pregnant. Yeah. I also just want to mention, she throws up the mutant sperm into the toilet, and the mutant sperm goes, back at her. Yeah, because right after this, another girl goes in the bathroom, screams, and sees it, and flushes it. Because it's trying to crawl in the toilet. Like, it's so funny. When this thing's flushed, this is great, because it's so cheap to do when you think about it. The camera just follows pipes around, and you're, <laughs> like noises and it's going all over the place. It shows up in a kitchen and comes up through the sink and scares a bunch of people. And then the goes cooks are like, who? <laughs> and then it goes back down into the high school basement and the pipe breaks, I think reusing the same effects from the beginning of the movie, and it plops into a toxic barrel that's in all high school basements. Did you also <laughs> wait, see- wait, Greg? Are you accusing Troma of reusing footage over and over again? 
they would never do such a thing. <clears throat> Kabuki Man car crash. <laughs> That's why originally I'm like, hey, wait, there's no Kabuki Man car. And I'm like, wait, Kabuki Man came out in the 90s. Yeah. Yes. Did you also see whenever the mutant sperm goes into the sink and it's like, quote unquote, throwing dishes? It's just them throwing dishes into the sink and yes. then reverse the film? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. So, Eddie shows Warren the laser in the science room and they're promptly kicked out, but that's just for that to come back later because the teacher's like, if you would have pointed that at this radioactive samples we had, the whole school would have blown up. One, that's not how lasers work. I work with lasers. That is not how they work in the slightest. And two, why would you have the school exploding radioactive chemicals next to the laser unattended? Do you not work with children? I was in high school once. I would have definitely pointed it at that, like, it won't really work. Well, they're immediately pretending like, look, the laser's my cock. Well, that that part is accurate. Yeah. Yes. Um, real quick, too, I need to mention it. Whenever the mom is in the hospital with the doctor and Warren comes running in, some people get scared in the background and they splash pee over this guy's face, and it's funny. <laughs> Pee pee. The Cretans corner this nerd in the bathroom to make him buy more joints. And I love they send like Spike, uh, Gonzo's girlfriend Muffy in there. And at first she's like making out with him and everything. And then Spike walks in, like, what's going on here? But it's great. She like walks up to the urinal and like unzips just like she's peeing. He looks over. He's like, hey, the girls' bathroom's over by the library. <laughs> Warren walks in and in on this, and he gets into a big fight with the Cretans. Uh, you know, typical like karate moves. There's a swirly going on, all this kind of stuff. Until a teacher walks in and breaks it up. Stupid teachers. Warren pulls out nose ring guys, both of his nose rings. Yes. I also love this guy's been carrying around this bone, this huge bone, this entire movie, and now the teacher grabs in's like. This is going on your permanent record. And they're almost like, oh, and they all get like all carted to the principal's office. And the teacher's like, I found this on them. And it's the giant bone. And he's like, that's going on your permanent record. Yes. You very <laughs> slyly discovered his giant bone that's been like his entire personality this movie. Yeah, he's shaking it around, throwing it around, hitting people in the head with it. When you guys were in high school, have you? I've heard of this permanent record. I never saw such a thing. Did it really exist? I think they're fake. Because I want to see mine so bad. I want to see what I did. I went to high school before paper. True. You're not allowed to make permanent rock. I was trying to set me a bread up for it. I stole your hay. <laughs> Set us up with our permanent papyrus scroll. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Damn it, you got the hay. But they all are expelled, and Muffy's like, well, we're just going to come back. It's a free country, ain't it? God bless America, limp dick. Cue the sound bite. God bless America, limp dick. Then they sing the national anthem beautifully, I might add. <laughs> oh, it's great. This is the version that should play before sporting events and everything else. It really should. Like there there should only be two versions of the national anthem. This one and Roseanne Bars. <laughs> Dude. 
No, like, I know, this is a high school movie, we just said that, like, jogged this weird memory in my head. We had this, like, spirit week or something at school, I don't remember what it was, but the thing is they played a different version of the national anthem to spice things up every day for a week, and one day they played the Jimi Hendrix version, which goes on, like, forever. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like an 11 minute long song. We had to stand there for the whole thing in the morning. Jesus. Because, like, that's when he started, like, playing the guitar with his teeth and shit, I think. Yeah. It was a very long time. But anyway, at the nuclear plant, workers just start, like, dropping off and dying randomly. There's dropping off. Yeah, they're all... Then they're, like, invading the high school. They're dropping off, like, nuclear tests, like, at the high school. They're running around in the suits while students are just going from class to class. And they're dying at the nuclear plant, and, like, people just, like... Dude falls, they just keep stepping over. I'm like, eh, I guess it's Tuesday. <laughs> I love the one, like, guy goes down into the school's basement, and he's like, I can't breathe under this mask. He takes the mask off, he has a cigarette under the mask. Yes. And he thinks that the um, nuclear device thing is broken, because he's like, it's reading off the charts. And he drops his respirator into the bubbling waste barrel that the monster has gone into. Yeah, and the little hand keeps coming in and out. Yep, it reaches in, it gets his mask back out, like, I'm going to put this back on. And the monster hand reaches out, slashes his face, and pulls him in. Do you know why we never see the full monster? Too expensive. It was too expensive? They never finished it. Oh. Makes so, sense. Like, we have the face, expensive. we have some arms, we have some things like this here, just never show it all at once. So it's kind of like a lo- how the first Chud, most of it, you just see, like the head and arms yes just much better yeah uh mr paley tells says not to tell the school about the radiation found the cretans are planning revenge on warren in the junkyard what are we gonna do like this as they show a car being crushed that's not their plan whatsoever though that is there's nowhere near their plan i think they just wanted to show a car being crushed they're just like we're so hardcore we hang out by the car crusher all day so, Muffy puts Chrissy in the basement with this new Cretan, Tai Wu? Is that the name? Taru. Taru, okay. Not Tai Wu, okay. But, so, I guess she was supposed to have a much bigger part, but then, like, goes in a car wreck or something. Like, she had an injury. And then missed the rest of filming, and I don't think it was filmed in chronological order. So, they had to put in this whole, like, exposition about, Taru's back! I can't wait to see what she does and everything! Because of that. It seems weird that they would put that much thought into it. Yep. I also, this is um right around the time that all of the Koreans are like sneakily doing almost like the Bugs Bunny, like boink, doink, 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 like being super quiet and sneaky, like under the window. And they bust in on the principal. They're like, how dare you suspend us? Well, this is also where like they're all talking and stuff. Then Spike fires off his comically large revolver like, three, four times, and yells at him, Shut up! They'll hear you! Oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> they hold the principal at gunpoint to pull the evacuation alarm. The secretary walks in, and they shoot her a bunch of times, and they sound the alarm, and everybody runs out for what feels like ten minutes. Well, there's, I... a, there's a lot of running out of buildings in this movie. It's also great where Nose Ring Guy, he, like, spits out his, like, mouth guard thing and he's like bleh, bleh, bleh. and then he has like the very proper voice of like 
This is not a drill. There is currently a nuclear radiation event going on. You must escape the school. And like the old teacher's like, okay, we must all leave in an orderly file. And everyone goes, wah! And throws their papers up in the air and goes running out. And she's like, oh! <laughs> Dude, back in the basement, our new Cretan wants to be trash from Return of the Living Dead so fucking bad. <laughs> she does. That's fine. But she... <laughs> she but she, She's not our girl, Linnea. Let's be no. honest. She bites Chrissy's hand and then wipes the blood all over herself and everything. And they take her necklace, like, go give it to Warren. And Muffy gives it to him and says, she's in the basement. And so the plan is, I guess, to lure him to the basement and kill him. And this is like video gaming. They have rolling patrols of Cretans through the school now on dirt bikes. And like you have to make your way sneak into the basement to fight the boss to save the girl. Well, this is also the great, the like, bad kids take over the school and trash it. And all they just ride around on their motorcycles and spray paint everything. They're throwing desks off the roof. They're setting fires. They're just, like, ripping up maps and homework and, like, spitting on it. Being like, yeah! Living the dream is what they're doing. Like, an F on this spelling bee, not anymore! <laughs> He gets to the basement, and Chrissy's being held at knife point, and <laughs> they're like, where shall we cut her? We already cut her hand. Spike gets a hacksaw, and goes, I gotta cut her nipples off. And it being trauma, the first time I saw this, I'm like, he's gotta cut her nipples off. Yeah, oh, I yeah. truly believe that they were gonna cut her nipples off. The monster rises up right behind and punches through the new Cretan's head, like through it. And yes. Warren and Chrissy run, and they're up in the school. But remember, there's rolling <laughs> patrols of Cretans up here, and they're chased by the boobs guy. Boobs guy is killed by the monster, or, or at least attacked. Then the monster's just making its way through all of them. It strangles Gonzo, rips the fake mohawk guy's head off, and. Warren and Chrissy are hiding in the science room, which, what is this random bubbling beaker of liquid? Uh... It looks, it was, like, connected to, like, hydrofluoric acid or something, so do they just have that out in the school? I guess. Well, it is, it is Tromaville High, so. Yeah. let be honest. waste everywhere. Safety is, like, not on the priority list. Yeah, there is no. Yeah. But Warren goes to throw this bubbling beaker at Spike, who's made his way in there, doesn't see them yet, but he drops it and Spike has him, and he's holding them at gunpoint again. And then the monster, like, apparently has, like, Mr. Fantastic tentacles, it just, like, slithers out <laughs> and wraps around his leg and, like, stabs his dick, I think? Something like that. And, like, pulls him away, and also, it has porcupine quills, it quills him and everything. Yeah, it's like critters, almost. But the monster grabs Chrissy. I thought he'd let Chrissy go. It's his mom, but is going to kill her. But Warren shoots it with the laser. Yeah, and it goes like the like negative like filter goes over the film, and it's like wow, 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 wow. This is also where Fat Nuclear Owner is like, nothing's going on. I'm gonna rush down to the basement as fast as I can. Which is funny watching the Fat Man move so fast. <laughs> it is. 
But he gets in and like they try to tell him to go like no. Also, how do we miss where he says I don't give a dry fart? Also, I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, but he switched it up from the beginning. But there was also the more- a great thing earlier where like all the Cretans were getting patted down, and like the like teacher went by the one's butt and he farted in his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but- the monster explodes, blowing up the school with Mr. Paley in it. And I love the PA system still works, though, and says, Tromaville High School will be temporarily closed for remodeling. And then, celebration out in the parking lot. Everyone's cheering, hugging, kissing, the song's playing, Warren and Chrissy kiss, and it's a great, like, 80s movie ending. Except for a split second when some rubble was moved. And when you see the Nukem High thing there, and then the monster emerges from the rubble. Again. It's back to semen form. So I guess it just reverted back. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, the entire school explodes, and it's like, school's out for the rest of the year, and everyone's like, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Cue the Alice Cooper. Exactly. School's been blown to pieces, everyone's celebrating. Yes. And that's class of Newcomb High. Yay, what trauma! A, what a fun ride, dude! This movie is so fun. Like you, it's one of those trauma movies that you can't be bored when you're watching it. There's no. always shit going on and always no. entertaining stuff going on. I mean, most trauma movies are like that for me, but this this one in Toxie especially, like like these ones hold a special place in my cold black heart. Yeah, there's a reason I wanted to own this on Blu-ray. Of like, I want to have this forever. Yeah, I, I definitely need to get a physical copy of this at some point. All right, I guess count of the dead time. Sure. Let's, let's get into the count of the dead. Ah ah ah. Kind of sad to be leaving this movie already, but I know. it's yeah. time. I just want to watch another trauma movie immediately. Throw oh, yeah. the count of the deads where we tally up all the deaths in the movie. Where do you guys think we got with class of Newcomb High? I'm gonna make Brett go first this time. Oh god. <laughs> Cause like any trauma movie, there's a lot. Not as many as you think, honestly. I mean not like a bloodbath, but I'm gonna go with thirteen. Corey? I'm gonna go eighteen. Brett, you were close, we got fourteen. Yay! That's Greg's Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. Now we're getting into my ratings from Dimension Z. <laughs> so basically, I'll take something from the movie and I'll rate it. Wait, 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 wait. What was that? That was my horrible version of Gonzo's laugh. Oh, I was, I was just sitting there like, that, is that from the movie? I was confused. I'm just, <laughs> not, good at st- I'm just not good at stuff. <laughs> I need a clarification. I apologize for cutting your speech off. I was just like, okay. <laughs> and went along with it. <laughs> so basically, I'll take something from the movie and I'll rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. Now come up with that thing right now. All right, so I'm going to do days in high school. So we're all graduated, thank God. I mean, maybe, kind of. Now we have to work. But, um, so... Uh, Days in high school, you go, you get up that morning, you go in. What kind of day are you having? Okay. okay. So a number one version of a day in high school, the worst version. You like, 
you're in high school, so of course you're drinking and doing things you probably shouldn't be doing. You wake up, you're extremely hungover, you're not used to it, so you're all disoriented. You don't know how to do the combination of Gatorade and water and Red Bull to make yourself feel better. Um, and you go to school, you had a presentation, you have a pop quiz, the whole day's shitty, you come home, you're grounded. Horrible. They played the Jimi Hendrix National Anthem at the beginning of the day. Horrible fucking day. A number 10 version of a day in high school. The best version is you wake up and back in our day, you had to watch the local news and you're like, it snowed last night. Maybe we have the day off. And then you got the day off and you don't have to go to school that day. Or if it is a day you have to go in, it's one of those like special days where they're like, we have two of the Harlem Globetrotters in here and they're going to teach you to not do drugs, but also do fun basketball tricks. And it's pizza day! Pizza? I love pizza! Or it was better, pizza day, the best day of the week. Even better for me, it's fish sandwich day, because no one else Ugh. liked them, and I love them, so I'd get like five or six for that mm. day for lunch. Alright, I like fish sandwiches as well, but school fish sandwiches are not good. I liked them. Like, I like, you're, you're really gonna go with school fish sandwich day over pizza day? I like pizza day as well, but school fish fish sandwich day, I would get six of them. Pizza day, no one's giving up their pizza. I only got one. Dude, you know me, I don't eat anything that comes out of the water. You could have all my fish sandwiches. Also, I feel like we've done this before, so of course this is rated on the trauma scale. Okay. <laughs> um... I'm going to give Class of Nukem High 9 out of 10. I have so much fun with this movie every time I see it. There's a reason I bought it on physical media. There's a reason why I looked at the entire table filled with trauma movies at this festival. And when I want that one and that one. And Class of Nukem High was one of my picks. It's so much fun. I love the weird sperm monster. The Cretans, I think, really make it for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um... Honestly, you know what? This is a ten for me. This this one's a ten. This is this is one of those comfort movies for me. Yeah. Like if I'm having a bad day, I can put on Class of Newcomb High, and I'm not having a bad day anymore. I'm with the intern on this one. I went ten high school days out of ten. Wait, can can we yell? Can we yell at Brett for giving it a nine? You know, no, you know what? I'm not going to, because I respect his opinion to say this movie is great, but not give it a 10. Only a weirdo would be mad about a 9. You Brett! know what? Thank you, Brett. Mr. of the Dead. I am now You're on right. your side. Fuck Thank the intern. You. Yes. <laughs> He's trying to turn against me? He's trying to turn the other one against me? No! <laughs> <laughs> Don't you remember how much fun we had yelling at Greg for Rocky Horror? Like, I used to. I thought we were in on that. Now you're trying to team up with Greg. I thought me and you were buddy buddy. I see how you are. Oh, I will. I will. I will. I will turn on anybody to join up with anybody. Except I will never join with Brandon from the Black Lagoon because I hate him so much. We don't know anymore. You could one day, despite me and Greg at the same time. Exactly. Although him it. and I, him and I have been agreeing a lot more on things in private recently. It's weird. Yeah, I don't like it either. Well, unless you guys have anything else on Class of Nukem High. No, What's that's it. Um, well, we hope that Class of Nukem High has left your brain throbbing with horror.
Well, wasn't that a wild and wacky episode? If you enjoyed it, please rate us five stars on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. Um, you can also support the show by going onto our Tee Public site and checking out any kinds of the merch that we have on there. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, that TikTok thing those kids are on, and YouTube. Just search Throbbing with Horror and look for our pumpkin. And remember to throb on.